Good day, everybody. This is Sub 2 Welcome to another edition of the original Free Kick. As you recap, Atlanta United's 1-1 home draw against NYCFC. We're recording this on October 21st, 2021. As always, to follow everything that we do, head to the mothership, the sportsinquire.net. Premier site for news and notes in the world of sports. You can also go to our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Do a search on there, and you'll be able to keep track of everything that we have going on. And finally, we've added some new toys to our podcasting or audio streaming services. You can still follow us on YouTube. Now Spotify officially. I worked that out. Google Podcast and iTunes. Not iTunes anymore. I keep saying iTunes for all these years. Apple Podcasts. I know I'm, I'm ancient. I'm like 10 years old uh, old with this stuff. Or I'm 10 years behind, I should say. Uh, but yeah, the made some changes to some things. And also, we are using Anchor, which is supported by Spotify, as a new vehicle to uh, promote and to you to listen to all of our stuff. So we're switching things up a little bit and using that as an option. Uh, but yeah, Atlanta United faced NYCFC on Wednesday, October 20th, 2021, and ended up being a 1-1 draw. Marcelino Moreno scored his ninth goal of the season for Atlanta. However, the five strikes were unable to hold on to that lead and were unable to get that second goal in NYC. FC eventually found the equalizer in the 90th minute when uh, Gunter Gunmantur uh, Thorinson scored on a direct free kick to tie the game, and NYCFC was able to uh, emerge with a point in the contest. Atlanta got a point as well, but it felt like a loss. And that's the tone you get from manager Gonzalo Pineda uh, for Atlanta after the contest. As we lost two points. Simple. Yes, it is very frustrating. Very frustrating because I, I felt the same that after the first, you know, the first wave, the first five, ten minutes, uh, we were better. We were connecting our passes. We were good in possession. We were disrupting their pressure, their high pressure. We were getting in behind. What frustrates me is that we have the chances or have chances to put the game away, to just score the second one. There are a couple chances in the set, in the first half, especially, where we can pick the right pass, the right movement, and, and we can get the second one. And then we just control the game again, and maybe we go for the third one. Where something happens that we score the goal, and then we want to do a little extra touch, extra dribbling, extra passing, extra whatever, and we are not clinical. And, and that cost us to tonight. Because in those moments where we are dominating the game, we have to make sure that we score the goals. Um, so, so that's why I'm frustrating. Because the last 20, 25 minutes, I felt that, you know, once uh, Santi went down, uh, we lost control of the game. We lost control of the tempo. When Santi was on the field, I felt that we were in control of everything. Uh, then that happens. They adjust to credit for them, uh, and then they score the goal in the last minute, which is very frustrating for us. Yeah, and his first words, as you heard him, lost two points. And it's a, we'll get to the standings in a moment and uh, how, what the, it matters or what it, how it impacts the postseason aspirations of Atlanta United. But that was a, a disappointing draw, if you could ever have one. Uh, but here is Brad Guzan, the goalkeeper and captain of the team, on giving up the lead and not being able to hold on to the three points. 
No, listen, you know, we, we talk about that. We talk about managing. We talk about killing time, this and that. And, and you know, not that we're out there sitting there wasting time. Um, but you, you then break, you know, every, every play can be broken down to, to, to such a, a fine detail, right? And you, you look at the play that leads to the goal. Um, and, you know, those, those little things that, that lead to him getting the ball at the top of the box, running across the top of the box. I think there's two or three of our guys that are there. We don't need to dive in. We don't need to try and win the ball. He's not going to shoot. He's not going to hurt us facing the sideline. You know, the, these are moments that – so you can talk about, you know, wasting time. You can talk about, you know, wh- whatever. So you got to play the game, you know. You've got to go out and play the game. And, you know, those moments, you, you've, you've got to be better, plain and simple. Similar sentiment to Gonzalo Pineda. Your disappointment in not being able to hold on to the lead and giving up those two crucial points. Uh, Atlanta, the first 10, 15 minutes were a little bit slow for both sides, but Atlanta did pick up its best scoring opportunity uh, in the 17th minute when Luis Araujo picked off a pass from Jesus Medina in midfield and was able to dribble the ball down the middle of the pitch before laying a pass to Marcelino Moreno. Uh, the Argentinian was able to receive the pass on a one one time it with his left foot and pushed the shot past Sean Johnson, the goalkeeper for NYCFC, to give Atlanta the 1-0 lead. And Atlanta continued to push for that second goal in the second half. Uh, starting in the 50th minute, Arujo again forced a save of Johnson. Uh, that was on a, a shot attempt on the outside of the box. George Bello struck the crossbar about five minutes later after that uh, Luis attempt, and uh, that was something that could have been uh, given Atlanta a 2-0 lead. This is when we started seeing the substitutions uh, pattern by Gonzalo Pineda. Joseph Martinez, who did not start the contest, he entered the, into the match in the 59th minute, replacing Eric Torres. Uh, we've seen Martinez working with, the, I guess he's dealing with the knee injury, uh, or knee soreness, and they're trying to rest him and get him right. But when you make a move like that to put Joseph Martinez in, you're going for that second goal. We also saw another substitution for uh, another reason in the 69th minute when Franco Ibarra replaced Santiago Sosa. And you could tell after that substitution, things were not completely right for Atlanta. Uh, but here is Pineda on the reasoning for the substitution and uh, Santiago Sosa's health. So he, he had a knock, I think, in, the, in one of the corners. And then he told me that he was, he was struggling at running. So then uh, I had to make a decision. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with Atlanta. We'll get to their next matchup against Miami in a moment. They do have a week off uh, or seven days between matches. So we'll see if, San, if Sosa can find his way back onto the pitch. Another substitution that was of interest for Atlanta was Amar Sadik. He replaced Luis in the 81st minute. Here is Pineda on that substitution and what was the meaning behind it? Yeah, I felt that even, you know, when we, when I brought Ivarra, it was just man for man. It was just Santi for Ivarra. The shape didn't change and I still wanted to attack. I still wanted Luis and Marce having chances in the transition. Um... And I think at some point we were not creating enough chances in transition with those two. So I felt, you know, the necessity of an extra midfielder because the, their adjustment 
release a lot of space for them in the middle of the park, so it was too hard for uh, Ibarra and uh, Amar, I think, no, Ibarra and Rosero to shift over properly because there were big gaps in the midfield. So I did the adjustment to bring Amar to play almost 5-3-1-1, uh, but, and I felt that we were solid defensively. I mean, we didn't give up any clear chance or something. It was just more wide free kicks, corners, but no clear chances. And then the goal in the set piece obviously happened. Yeah, so you can see with all of his substitutions and everything that he's saying, the Sosa situation was more for uh, health-wise. But bringing in Martinez and bringing in Sadik to change the formation, they're really going for that second goal. Unfortunately, for Atlanta's sake, they were unable to get that second goal. As I mentioned, NYCFC eventually found the equalizer in the 90th minute from a Gunnar's shot. It was a very nice free kick. Uh, went past Guzan, and uh, that tied the score up. Here is Guzan on the free kick. Yeah, I mean, it's a good free kick. It's, it's over the wall. It's bending away from me. Still got pace on it. Um, you know, from, from, from those distances, those are probably shooter's distances where it's, it's not too close. They can get it up and over, uh, and he does that with pace. Yeah, and I mean it's pretty straightforward. It, you can't in that situation. You got fouled just outside the penalty area. Put it in an advantageous spot for NYCFC player to take the free kick. Took advantage of the situation and made the score one to one. And that was how it ended. You look at the statistics. Both teams had thirteen shots in the contest. Atlanta led in shots on target seven to four. Had five corner kicks compared to NYCFC's one. Led in possession. Atlanta did. With 54% of uh, the, the ball, passing accuracy, Atlanta once again led in a contest with 83% completion percentage. All of that just led to only a point in uh, the contest. Here is Pineda on what Atlanta can take away from the match. A learning moment. We talked at halftime that the best way to defend the lead was scoring the second goal. And it, I don't know, for some reason, I don't know. Like, uh, we, we were not clinical in those moments, so I will need to reflect again in how do we train, in how do we prepare the team, making sure, again, they are sharp in the final third, they have the vision to pick the right pass, uh, and sometimes it's playing the simple pass, you know, the simpler pass, the pass that is more natural, the, the pass that everyone in the stadium is expecting, and then the movement that everyone in the stadium is expecting. And sometimes it seems to be like we are trying to do... Uh, something different yeah and if you look at the standings atlanta now sits in fifth place in the eastern conference with four matches remaining so they're still in the playoffs remember the top seven teams make the postseason in the from the mls in the eastern conference they're only a few points out of being in fourth place seeds two three and four do get to host the first round match so that's a very important to try to get home field advantage you know, for that contest. But Atlanta does return to action on Wednesday, October 27th, when hosts Inter Miami CF at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. And speaking with Brad Guzan, uh, team captain and goalkeeper, they've already moved on from the NYCFC contest and are preparing for Miami. Yeah, we have to, uh, plain and simple. Uh, it's certainly frustrating. Um, it's frustrating for all of us, obviously. Uh, but... Um... You know, we, we talked about it. There being five finals before the game. We've got four left. Uh, we're still in a, 
a decent position in terms of the table. Um, but uh, certainly tonight leaves a disappointing taste in our mouth. Yeah, I mean, listen, you look at some of the chances we, we had, it's the same old story. Um, you, know, you, you look at a lot of the games uh, where we've either dropped points or we've hung on um, and, you know, found a way. Uh, but, you know, in, in these games, goals define games, plain and simple. And, you know, we, we yes, they're a good team, 100%. Yes, they're not in a great moment. Um, and no, taking nothing away from them. Uh, but when it's, you know, the 88th minute, 89th, whatever it was, you know, you've, you, you can't, you can't give away a silly foul. We've got to be able to make sure that we, we deal with the movement, the, the ball into, into them at the beginning. I mean, all, all those things that lead to that play, um, you know, so that, that part is, is why it's frustrating. Yeah, so we'll have plenty of coverage before that Miami contest. But just to wrap things up, you look at Atlanta, uh, getting in the playoffs is priority number one. Of course, they're not going to get the top seed. Uh, New England has wrapped that up by a wide margin. They maybe won't even get the number two seed or the three, but they can find their way. If they can get home field advantage for that first round, uh, that'd be very, very uh, good for their postseason aspirations, but they got to make the playoffs first. And it's a very jumbled playoff picture when you look at the table. So Atlanta did get a point from the contest and they came into the match fifth place in the Eastern conference and they left the match in fifth. So it was a draw on the pitch and in the standings. Thank you for listening to our broadcast and this latest edition of the original free kick. You can always go to the sports For all news and notes in the world of sports, you can also go to our social media platforms on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And finally, subscribe to us on YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and now Anchor. Until next time, good fight, good night, and be safe.